Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. Today's issue is the name of the show. Thank you for listening. I'm Tim Wildman, and we have the uh, the normal crew here. Maybe that's not the best way to describe <laughs> the three of us, uh, but uh, the crew that is normal. No, that's no, not that's right not. I don't know what I'm looking for here. <laughs> the regulars. Yeah, there you the go. The regulars for a Monday to Monday today's issues program. Ed Vitagliano. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Tim. And Fred Jackson. Good morning, Fred. Yes, sir. Okay, uh, folks, thanks for joining us again. If you want to uh, follow us on the Internet, go to Facebook or YouTube and just type in Today's Issues. Type in Today's Issues, and you can watch the live video streaming of the show there, Facebook or YouTube. On our Facebook page, we also post the stories that we that we will be discussing. So you can read read the information for yourself. Should you want to send us a positive and encouraging email, otherwise known as a K-Love email, <laughs> send it to comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. Before we jump into the news of the day, uh, Ed, you shared with our, uh, us this morning your travel experiences. Late, yes. Late last week. Uh, a group of us uh, went to Wichita. Let me just say this. Okay. Yeah. It, it's always hysterical to hear other people talk about travel hell. Yeah. <laughs> because you didn't have to experience it, but you get to laugh about it. Yes. So you guys went through uh, travel Hades. Yes. Late last week. But go ahead. Well, we were on our way to uh, an event in Wichita, Kansas, where we uh, had a an event with supporters. We like to try to get out every once in a while and meet with some of our supporters. Had a group of about 300. It was fantastic. But the way on the way there. <laughs> who was who went now? You and, okay, it was uh, uh, and Wesley? Your, Wesley Wildman, your son. Uh, he directs these things and does a great job. Yeah. He was the MC. J.J. Jasper went. Uh, I went. Kevin Parker who's right, head of security, right. uh, and Travis Haley. Um, so it's a group of five of us, and we had to – we flew out of Memphis right. to Dallas to connect with our flight to Wichita. Was that flight good? Was that all good from, the, da- from Memphis to Dallas? From Mem- Well, from Memphis to Dallas, no, it wasn't all good. We, we waited. We were an hour late getting out of Memphis, okay? I guess I won't name the airline because it's probably unfair to blame it on yeah, them. Yeah, don't want to be sued either. Yeah. So. And so we made up a lot of time on the way to Dallas. So we thought, hey, maybe we'll make our connecting flight. But then we sat waiting because we were late leaving Memphis. There was another plane at our gate. We sat for another hour, so we missed our flight. You mean out on the tarmac for another hour? Yeah, for another hour. This is starting to de- uh, affect your attitude. Well, it? actually, we the, through this whole thing, we actually right. – I'll tell you, seriously, what kept me – focused yeah. on blessings is I kept thinking I'm not in Afghanistan, so I'm not complaining. Duly noted. However, okay. I, I'm not even going to get into all the horror stories of, do we take a van to Wichita? Can we make another connecting flight the next morning? Oh, you we got missed stuck. your flight. We missed our flight 
there was no other there were no other flights that we could from off, Dallas to Wichita to Dallas to Wichita. So we decided at nine o'clock at night. Now <sighs> nine o'clock at night, let's let's get a uh, courtesy shuttle to a hotel nearby. We'll spend the night, and we had gotten flights early the next morning to go get to Wichita. So we walk out of the airport. Uh, no luggage. That's all gone to Wichita. Okay. Are you serious? That's right. So um, your luggage made it. The luggage made it. We had our carry-ons. That's it. And I don't bring stuff uh, on, you know, like change oh, clothes. Oh, yeah. Or you don't check stuff unless you have to. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh-oh. So, but I saw so it. So none of us had luggage, and so we get on a shuttle to go to a Holiday Inn. Yeah. And nothing about Holiday Inn. This shuttle ride was something out of the Twilight Zone. The hotel was five minutes down the road. Oh, ooh, you're probably thinking, great. At least in five minutes, we'll be at the hotel. We can get a good night's yes. sleep. Yes. So we uh, were on that shuttle for an hour and 45 minutes. What? Because the driver was going from terminal to terminal to fill up the van before he took us to the uh, hotel. So an hour and 40, at 11 o'clock. Wait a minute. You're... You're five minutes from five your hotel minutes away. And, the, and the shuttle driver for the Holiday Inn yes. there? We said, how, Besides, how come he I... wants a super spreader? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we were packed in. You talk about if we, you talk about super spreader. We were packed in there by the time he finally left. We said, hey, don't you think you could just take us and then come back? I paid to do. He Can said, you offer him 50 bucks? No, he said, no, we can't. There's people waiting at the next terminal. And so 11 o'clock, we're checking into the hotel. We're starving. We haven't eaten since the morning. We walk to IHOP. Yes. We, uh, we went over and over past the IHOP. Very nice, very nice waitress. An hour later, we're waiting for our food. Oh, no. An hour. So it we're is, after midnight. It now, is right? after midnight. She comes back and she says, I apologize. Uh, our cook didn't show. And this is her exact words. And our manager, who doesn't really cook, is cooking your food. <laughs> And I, I said, whoa, 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 rewind that a little bit. You said the manager who doesn't really cook is making our food. So we got to bed about 1 o'clock in the morning, had to get up at 4.30 to catch our next flight. 4.30 a.m. 4.30 a.m. It, it was. Wait a minute. You're talking about four hours sleep here now? Less than four hours sleep. Uh, and I, that was on a full stomach. <laughs> it was just one of those. It was one of those trips. That you know, like wow, planes, trains, that is, and automobiles. That is, that you, you, that is literally quote one thing after another. It was. Right it was all day long. And I, I said when we sat down at the IHOP, I said, just kidding around, guys. I have a good feeling about tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> they all said, don't you dare take that back. So well, now, was, now, t- just one more thing about yeah. this trip is somebody needs to write this down because this for for the person who didn't experience it, it's hysterical. Oh yeah. Now, now, now I know that after you go a few days, you look back and laugh about it. It too. was so wild. We were laughing about it. You were, you know, the whole what are you going to do? Yeah. Right. But, 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 uh, you also had the, uh, uh, y'all waited like an hour in the line thinking you were going to get a rental car. Yes. The shuttle, the, a, a van, because at that point we weren't sure we could get another flight. So, so you could drive from Dallas to Wichita. Yeah. We weren't sure we could get a flight. Yeah. The, the only flights we could, now this is how shows you how God takes care of you. There were no flights that could guarantee us getting into Wichita before 6 p.m. on the night when our our meeting with our 
supporters started at 6.30, getting into Wichita. So we said, well, we're going to have to get a van, and we're going to have to drive it. So Wesley reserves a van. We get up to the counter, and the lady says, oh, uh, we don't have one-way rentals. You have to get this van back here to this airport in Dallas, she said, because it's college season. People are expecting the vehicles. And I said, well, we said, well, there's no way we could do that. And at that point, um, Kevin Parker, who's right. head of our security, found a flight the next morning for five people, five spots open. Wow. And we got wow. to Wichita. Amen. So God was looking out for us. Well, man. It it was that, it, it was it was the twilight. Have you ever zone. seen the movie Trains, Planes, and That's Automobiles? That's what it was like. That's what it was like trying to catch a flight. All right, so you're listening to today's. <laughs> I just thought our, you know, we got a lot of gloom and doom to talk about. Oh today, yeah, okay. I just thought our listeners, that was a happy story. That was, that was a happy I just story. Thought, I just thought our listeners would like to laugh a little bit yeah. at, at, at y'all's travel experience. Our, uh, our manager who doesn't really cook. Yeah, that was something. It wasn't that bad, I got to tell you. What, what do you do, poach an egg? Or? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All right, Fred, uh, this morning. All right. What's in the news here? Uh, what's in the news this was kind of expected to, uh, to happen this week, but is now official. The Food and Drug Administration has given its formal blessing to the Pfizer vaccine. And uh, for a lot of folks, that's that's rather important uh, because right now uh, the vaccines that have been out there are under the classification of experimental. Right. Uh, but the Pfizer people, the FDA Commissioner Janet Woodcock saying this morning the public can be very confident that this vaccine meets the high standards for safety, effectiveness, and manufacturing quality the FDA requires of an approved product. Today's milestone puts us one step closer to altering the course of this pandemic in the U.S., end quote. To me, this is a big deal. Uh, you know, for the Fruit and Drug Administration, the FDA, to put their... Because... The reason I say it's a big deal is because uh, they have withheld it up to now, right? right. Mm -hmm. So there's a reason they've withheld it up to now. They were doing further studies and research and so forth and seeing results of Pfizer. We're talking about Pfizer here now. So um, I think that's a big deal. I think that'll make a difference with a lot of people. Uh, well, I, th I think a lot of people were very, very nervous because it was experimental. I mean, what... What kind of a cataclysm catastrophe would it be if the a FDA instead came out and said, uh, you know what, after doing tests, this is not safe. <laughs> after all the people have gotten We can't recommend it. We can't recommend it. Any, any longer. Yes. <laughs> any uh, longer. So, uh, you know, again, I know we don't, uh, there's a lot of uh, contentiousness. Mm -hmm. Is that a right word? Is yeah. The right word? There's a lot of contentiousness among people about the uh, shots, the vaccines, and even in families and church members and school school boards. It's and, divided I mean, the country. It's divided the country and um, but but uh, but the FDI uh, said uh, that they've approved the five that's a big deal to, yeah. in my opinion. There and there's a belief now that this will increase the number of people getting vaccinated. However, this Associated Press story said the FDA's action also may spur more vaccine mandates 
by companies, universities, and local governments. So that's kind of the flip side of the story, according to the AP, is that various entities, and we've all, we've got a number of stories uh, relating to this, saying, okay, you're not going to work here unless right. you have a vaccine. And some employees have been using uh, the excuse saying, well, it's all experimental. But now that this has the approval, the pressure on employees, uh, according to the story, is going to be greater to get the vaccine. Well, and we were just talking, and I know, I know we do have some additional stories, so I'm just related to, to this. To related to this. Uh, in fact, I'll wait until we get to those because I know we have another uh, story. Okay, I have a line. story related to it. Yep. This is uh, from August 21st, USA Today. They say across the country, nursing homes are faced with a choice. Mandate that staff members get vaccinated or lose funding. Yeah, the president announced that last week. President Joe Biden announced Wednesday, that's last Wednesday, uh, all nursing homes should require their staff members to be vaccinated against the COVID-19 against COVID-19 in order to continue receiving Medicare and Medicaid funding. Mm -hmm. The new mandate could take effect as soon as next month. Now, a lot, a lot of questions here. One is, does the president have the authority to, uh, does he control, does, it, does the executive branch of government control distribution of Medicare and Medicaid funding? Can they withhold it because of some policy reason? Uh, that's a question that's I a have. That's a good question. Uh, or is, that, or, or is that. that really a congressional uh, issue? Because they're the ones who are supposed to be, constitutionally, the Congress is the one who spends the money, right? We kind yep. of had a brief discussion about this last week, uh, so the answer is not definitive. But you will remember during the Obama years, uh, the Obama administration, uh, the president, and Michelle Obama, his wife, made a decision on uh, the kinds kinds of food that were necessary in school cafeterias in order to uh, to continue getting federal funding uh, for cafeterias. Now. That wasn't a, a move by Congress. That was the president. So, well, I think there's some indication that the president has that authority. Part of the problem is we've moved past constitutional government a hundred years ago. Okay, yeah. so uh, within the last hundred years, so the Constitution would have said, constitutionally, we would have said Congress does that. Only Congress can direct where the funds go. But what's happened is we have all these alphabet. Uh, departments, Department of Agriculture, you know, we have, you know, Health and Human Services, all these kinds of different groups, they're allocated money from Congress to groups that exist under the control of the executive branch, and they determine how to spend it. And a lot of the regulations we all live under come from these departments. So you have this hybrid branch of government that is funded by the legislature, but controlled by the executive branch. So I would guess that it's entirely possible that the president could do that, but I don't know for a fact. Well, this is going to, this is a couple of things here. This is going to create uh, more pressure even on the medical field um, broadly because this, I'm talking about nursing homes right here, but if you're going to impose uh, 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 that, that a, a, vaccination a man a vaccination mandate on healthcare workers across the country <clears throat> then the potential is for you to lose 20% of them or so right. 
because they're going to decide. I've talked to people with this kind of decision because they're going to decide uh, against being forced to put the vaccine, go with the vaccine. They'll just move on to another profession, lose their job. <clears throat> so that's it's, a, it's a really a dilemma that a lot of so so when the uh, a hospital, for example, says that they're going to have to be prepared where they're already stressed. A lot of places around the country for lack of nurses. Right. They got hospital beds. They got no nurses to work them. Right. So what are you going to do now when you're going to all cut 20% more off your uh, workforce? The other thing, that so that's a big dilemma. Uh, but the other thing to me is, is uh, okay, I, I have a couple questions that lead to a comment I wanted to make, but does that's just uh, the the vaccines? They're called vaccines. Do they prevent you from getting COVID, or do they prevent you from spreading COVID? That's that's a question I have. Does it? Do either one of you know the answer to that question? Well, what these shots are vaccine are designed to do is to trigger. Uh, the ability of your body to create antibodies. So it, it, it gives it a jab uh, in order to create antibodies. That's what it does. It, it's not an antibiotic. In other words, it's, it's not something be, you're putting in your body to fight the virus. It is something you're putting in your body to up your antibody count. Okay, but that doesn't answer my question. Does this vaccine or vaccines, shots, as you, as it were, do they stop you from getting COVID and do they are, and do they stop you from spreading COVID? Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to tell you where I'm at in my knowledge of this. Okay. In answer to your question. Maybe what you learned at IHOP. <laughs> Maybe what I, I'll, I'll I learned take that. at IHOP from the manager okay. who cooked our breakfast. Yeah. yeah okay. Go okay. Ahead. So I originally, let's not talk about the variants. Originally, the vaccines, my understanding, and now we say the vaccine. There's three different vaccines. In the U.S. In the U.S. Right. So let's just talk about them as if it's just one, even though they are different. That My understanding is it was supposed to uh, uh, be 95% effective in preventing you from getting COVID. The original COVID. The original ver- version of COVID, which means... The vaccine caused your body to rec- to build antibodies, recognize the virus, and jump on it rather than letting it set up in your body and cause you to get really sick before your body was able to fight it off. So that was the original. Uh, the, and so there was thought that that would also keep you from spreading it because there wouldn't be enough of the virus alive in your body for you to give it to somebody else. Now, we're finding out now, again, this is – the latest I've come to understand, experts out there might disagree. Now they're saying that the original, when I even talk about the variant, the original shots, the vaccines that you got, as the months go by, become less and less effective. So Pfizer, I think, like six months in, after you've had the vaccine, it's now gone from 95% to 42%. So that is a drop in effectiveness that's why they're talking about boosters. I do not know the answer to the variants. When, when they first were talking about the variants, our, our good friend, Dr. Anthony Fauci, 
was saying, yeah, the vaccine will protect you against the variants. My question is, um, because, because now they're not so sure. People are getting reinfected. My question is, why aren't we talking more, like talking about the healthcare workers? Have you had COVID and do you have antibodies? Because apparently the antibodies not only stop you from getting original COVID, but the variants too. They're very effective in protecting you from getting reinfected. But you don't hear about that. All you hear about is vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. That's a very good point. And I want to, I want to, I want to go into that further. But the reason I asked the question is, and I think that's a good explanation uh, of, of the history here, as short as it is, right. well, less than a year, with the vaccines, or vaccine. Uh, so, but the, but what my understanding is now with the with the variant, which by the way, there's no test to determine if it's a variant or it's or it's. Or if there is, they're or not or testing. If it's original it. Coke. They're not testing you know? anyone if there yeah. is. Yeah, no. So, is that <clears throat> we all know that uh, people who have been fully vaccinated are, are getting infected all over the country by the millions. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we read about it every day. Right. So and so was. Governor Abbott, fully vaccinated. Jesse Jackson, fully vaccinated. Right. Yet they have Jesse Jackson, by the way, is in the hospital in Chicago, yes. mm-hmm. having been with fully, his wife too, right? Yes, having been fully fully vaccinated. So, so to answer my own question, people now can get the COVID. Um, it's no longer ninety five percent effective right. against stopping people from getting the COVID. Right, they're getting COVID. Every day, now they will tell you the medical experts that because they've been vaccinated, it makes it less potent. Right. Th- that is the virus, and it's less likely to put you in the hospital, despite Jesse Jackson being in there, or kill you. That's He's what, 77. Uh, 77. Yeah. So I'll just sort of take them at their word at that, uh, although I don't know how you prove that necessarily, but maybe there's a way. But, but the, the, add, point, the yeah, point is, the point is, that you you can get COVID now mm-hmm. with the vaccines, and it's under fifty percent effective according to the numbers you have, Ed. At least one. That other, was just on Pfizer. Right I think there. the others might be a little higher. Okay, I'm I, I'm going somewhere with this. Please bear with me. So if you can get the COVID, get I keep calling it the COVID because that's what <laughs> that's what everyone calls <laughs> a lot it of here. Southerners like the, the plague. A lot of <laughs> Southerners. <laughs> Uh, yes, I'm mocking my own people. Call it the COVID. It's yes. funny to hear if you've never heard that uh, Southerners try to put their own spin on it. Uh, so the COVID, uh, you can get it now. And from what I understand, you can transmit it. Right? Well, it, yeah. If you've with, got with, it. with the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So to, my, to, to, my own, to answer my own question, with the vaccine – which is supposed to be the end-all, be-all, according to a lot of health uh, scientists and so forth, and it's being pushed day in, day out, people being forced to get the vaccine or lose your job. End-all, be-all. Mm-hmm. That's what they're being. Yet, you're tell- yet, I guess I'm telling myself here, this vaccine, you can get COVID and you can spread COVID. Well, right? After a certain number of months, I think, Right. After a certain number of months, I think it's still effective, isn't it, at the beginning when you get it? 
It's effective what? To keep you from getting and spreading COVID. It's like six months later that you can get Well, it. against the variant, it's not helping very okay, much. I didn't know that. Very, well, you said 42%. No, that's that's af- six months after you've had your vaccine. Okay. It loses its, its effectiveness. Okay, I understand. I want to finish this thought, this 20-minute stream of consciousness <laughs> I got going on. I will wrap it up in just a minute, okay? Promise. When you hear this, this is American Family News. You know what follows is the truth. Your news from a Christian perspective. Hundreds of teachers are going to have to walk into that school building and they are forced to swallow political ideology that in many cases violates their very faith and conscience. If you miss it at the top of the hour, American Family News podcasts are available at AFN.net and sign up for our daily news brief at AFN.net. What would it be like if every person knew that they were created in the image of God? After two years in the making, American Family Studios proudly presents In His Image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. There are only two sexes, male or female. If you're conceived with a Y chromosome, you will develop into a male. In His Image is a documentary featuring life-changing testimonies of former LGBT individuals. In my most formative years of development of sexuality, I went through a brutal time of uh, sexual distortion, molestation. Visit InHisImage.movie to watch In His Image. Well, everybody, welcome to this unboxing video as we unbox my hormone blockers. In His Image from American Family Studios is available now for free viewing. Visit InHisImage.movie. You're made in the image of God. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes with news and commentary next. No matter your career goals, you want to find a university that provides excellent academics and state-of-the-art facilities at a price you can afford. At Liberty University, they believe a quality Christian education should be available to everyone. That's why they've frozen their tuition rates through the 2021-2022 academic year and offer multiple scholarships, like the Middle America Scholarship, to bring that price point even lower. Learn more by texting STARNS to the number 49596. Chris Marcris lost both of his legs to diabetes, but he hasn't let his medical issues stand in the way of living life. That's why he jumped out of an airplane over West Addison, Vermont, skydiving from 10,000 feet. It was a fairly uneventful trip until the landing. That's when Chris realized he was missing one of his prosthetic legs. It had blown off during the jump, a $20,000 leg now missing. So Chris went on Facebook and shared his dilemma. About 100 people turned out to search around the landing zone, and the following day, a farmer found the leg in the middle of a soybean field. A terrific story about humanity and the corona crisis. It's nice to know there are still folks out there across the fruited plain willing to lend a helping hand to get a guy back up on his feet. You can now pre-order my new book, Our Daily Biscuit, Devotions with a Drawl, available wherever you buy your books. I'm Todd Starnes. We give thanks to God always for all of you, constantly mentioning you in our prayers, remembering before our God and Father your work of faith and labor of love and steadfastness of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. 1 Thessalonians 1, 3. American Family Radio. This is Today's Issues. 
Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Welcome back, everybody, to the radio program. Today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. We are going to get to the Afghanistan story in just a moment. Uh, I'm Tim Wildman, David Tagliano, Fred Jackson. You're listening to AFR. And we've been talking about the uh, the push for, for vaccines, everybody to get the vaccine. They, a lot of places are trying to mandate it as it, or you get fired. Uh, now, big news today, the FDA did approve the Pfizer uh, vaccine, so by Pfizer shot, but they've, they've approved it, and I think that brings another level of credibility to the Pfizer vaccine. Some people may disagree with me listening, and that's fine, but in my mind, it does. Now, we're back to our, our point here. I was asking the question, can you spread, can you, if you have the vaccine, can you still get COVID, and can you spread COVID? And, and uh, you, you, Yeah, you, I went to the CDC website. CDC, hold on, everybody, let's Get on our knees, shall we? Go ahead. Just at the mention. Yes, go ahead. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Okay. The CDC, and they've done a lot of great work. Yes, they have. Uh, so I don't want to dis- – I'm not I'm – not, I'm just saying – Yeah. I don't know what I'm just saying, but go ahead, Ed. They're, they're learning. Let's put it that way. Fully vaccinated people – this is from the website. Fully vaccinated people with the Delta variant breakthrough infection. So they get, they get infected after being vaccinated – can spread the virus to others. However, vaccinated people appear to be infectious for a shorter period of time. And they also say vaccines in the U.S. are highly effective, including against the Delta variant. Okay. Go ahead. So so the answer is you can get it and you can spread it. Yes. (laughs) Okay. That's right. With the vaccine, you can get it and you can spread it. Yes, but they they would argue. I'm just being fair. Here. Yes, they would argue that the number of the the percentage of people who will get it and spread it is smaller okay. if you've been vaccinated. Okay, that's fair enough. Here's my bottom line point. I am not vaccinated. This is me, Tim. Right. I'm not vaccinated. I probably I would have gotten vaccinated. Uh. uh had I not had natural antibodies. That's why I mentioned this. I went and got the test. I didn't know whether I had it or not because I've never been symptomatic. Right. And they said, hey, you've had COVID. You have the antibodies. Here's your here's your blood work. Here's your to prove it. Yeah. I said, great. Thank you. So I was thinking, I have a natural vaccine now. Right? Am I right? That's the purpose of the vaccine is to get that, your that's, antibodies that's probably better. Up, right? It's probably better than the artificial vaccine. Right? I would guess the natural one. The natural one. Okay. So my point is, why aren't we giving credit to that? When, 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 if you're going to be fired from your occupation, you're going to be denied livelihood. If you don't get a shot in your arm, that's what, that's where we're headed with this. Yes. Which is, we had Dr. McCullough on last week. Yeah. Or two weeks ago, which is what he is saying. We, the medical community ought to be at least giving some credit to alternative ways to deal with the virus. In other words, infusions. Yeah. Uh, there's a doctor up in Chicago. My wife has been fo- kind of following him on, on YouTube. He says, no, no, no. 
there are other ways to treat these sorts of things other than the vaccine. Yeah. To your point, Tim, the authorities don't seem to want to talk about those. Yeah. Let's just assume for the sake of argument that you can you can fire somebody from their job if they don't get a vaccine. Okay, that's which just, is happening. Which is happening. Let's just say that that and let's just say that that is a reasonable thing to I don't think it is let's just say that's a reasonable thing to do because people who don't get the vaccine are 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 spreading the virus right that's the argument right right okay then then why don't you say Tim you can keep your job mm. because you have a uh you you have natural antibodies yeah. right so you're no you're no you know better or no worse or no worse than mm. a vaccinated person yes. right and then I would, I, uh, we we still have an argument, but I still would. Then I would say, okay, so thank you. I have natural antibodies, the same as the vaccine you want me to get. Mm-hmm. So why do I need to get a shot mm-hmm. in my arm mm-hmm. if I don't want to? If I have a natural and there's some question antibodies. There is some question about whether or not. If you've had COVID and you have the antibodies and then get vaccinated, yes. there is some question yes. about whether or not that actually uh, uh, gives you less of a chance to fight off reinfection. Yes. yes. So, I, I just, I, well, why you, aren't they doing that? Why? We had this discussion a little while ago. before Who's before, yeah, before the show. Why isn't the CDC, why isn't the federal government right. saying what you just said? Antibodies from having COVID or the vaccine are the same. All they're saying is vaccine, vaccine, vaccine. It's, I want to know it's all why. Day, it's all day, every day. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's all day, every day. And, and if you want to promote the vaccine, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. And I think the FDA approving uh, Pfizer is, is, is a big step mm-hmm. for a lot of people to have more confidence. But- you're right, and we're right here. They're not saying they're not giving the same uh, credence mm-hmm. publicly to those who have already had COVID and have natural antibodies. Yeah. So uh, why is that? I maybe that's an open. Uh, maybe we shouldn't get into that discussion. You think it's follow the money? Well, um, you asking you asking me? Yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. I don't understand why. Maybe I've missed something. I am. I'm. I'm a lay person. Right. Maybe I've missed something really huge. Well, here. You know? Did you know that they uh, have found antibodies in people that died recently uh, from the Spanish flu? No, I didn't realize yeah, that. I was reading that the other day. Uh, that people. This we're talking 1918, right, right. there, right? Spanish flu wiped out. What I don't know, twenty percent of the world's population, or maybe that's mm-hmm. exaggerated, but uh, it, it was all over the place. The Spanish flu, and and they've uh, the the point was that people who had had the the virus and recovered from the virus had the antibodies uh, that lasted a lifetime. Wow, and well, were passed well, down. I, I mean, but that is that has been the way with the smallpox vaccination. When you get as a kid, uh, you know, if you're traveling overseas, you get various vaccinations for things, and they'll come back years later. I mean, you're you're we are wonderfully made by God. Our right. bodies yeah. are absolutely fantastic, and my philosophy is natural is always going to be better than something stuck in your arm. 
I just think if you have natural immunity, you're you're as good or better. Uh, but again, I'm not. Yeah. I, I'm not. I had a discussion yesterday with some. I'm not anti-vaccine, but I'm I'm at the point in 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 this period right now that if I have the antibodies and I've I've been around people for the last eighteen months and I have not had any COVID symptoms. Right. I may have had COVID back eighteen months ago. But I'm around people. I don't wear a mask. I mean, we, I work side by side with people every day, and I'm not getting it. There's yeah. got to be something going on. Right. Hey, listen, one other question about this to me is we talk about what President. <coughs> <coughs> that's coffee and popcorn, people. That's not COVID. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you heard me cough. It doesn't bother me. I've had it. Uh, all right. So, anyway, <laughs> one other question I have. If we're going to head down this road, President Biden announced last Wednesday that all nursing homes should require their staff members to be vaccinated against COVID or or be cut off from Medicare and Medicaid. First of all, there's no allowance for being uh, have natural right. uh, antibodies. Okay, uh, that should be that should be uh, an, uh, an an option. An yeah, option, absolutely. But. My question would be, if we're going to start down this road of cutting off federal funding, if all your employees don't get shot with the vaccine, are we going to tell Social Security recipients, you better get your vaccine or you're not getting your check? Are we going to tell welfare recipients, uh, you better get your shot or you're not getting uh, your uh, your, uh, your your EBT card? Your refill. EBT card this month. Why, why wouldn't you do that? Well, I, I to take it beyond the nursing home. If you're getting Medicare, even if you're not in a nursing home. You show proof of vaccination or you're not getting your Social Security check. Or, or your tax refund. I mean, it could go It could go as far well, as that. Well, why? Why, wouldn't you, why would you stop at just this? Yeah. To me, I'm just saying that's uh, Pandora's box right well, I, there. I, I will tell you this. That they're, the only thing I think that would stop this administration from doing that is the potential political fallout which tells me they don't necessarily believe it's a necessary step to do what you just laid out. They're going to do as much as is politically allowable. But if you start taking people's welfare away or their tax refunds or their social security, you're out of office. And if there's anything a politician of both political stripes wants more than anything, it's to be back in office. So that to me is the Mm -hmm. only thing stopping them from going even further than that article you're reading. Well, the practical implications here are if they if they're going to start forcing uh, nursing homes and hospitals uh, staffing to get the uh, shot, they're going to lose twenty percent more of their staff. And yep. it, we already got a crisis going on here. Yes. All I'm saying is not all I'm saying is one of the main things I want to stress here. I think that the federal government should allow. Seems to me they should allow proof that you've had COVID. In the same way they accept a vaccination. Yeah. That's what I'm, that's what an I'm antibodies test. An antibody test. Yeah. All right. Uh, Fred switching to, uh, uh, the, uh, news, Afghanistan. the Afghanistan story. All right. Uh, as of this morning, uh, the evacuation is continuing. Now the president said on the weekend, it's accelerating, getting Americans and those who have helped the United <clears throat> States over the last 20 years, but still, uh, there are many thousands of Americans, many thousands of those who are classified as helpers of the United States still there, still trying to get through those checkpoints, which are controlled 
by the Taliban. Now, last week, uh, when you guys were away, uh, Fox uh, interviewed an American who was identified as Harun. At that point, when he was interviewed, he was stuck in his house there in our in a house there in uh, in Kabul. He had gone there to visit family members who were sick. So he was stuck in his house. He did get out. But he raised the question in an interview this morning. He's back in the United States. He said there were people on the airplane that got on those airplanes coming out of the Kabul airport that were not helpers. These are Af- Afghans. He said they were not helpers of the United States. And he's, What do you mean helpers? They did not help the United States. They are just regular. Cop- they, they wouldn't have qualified for our uh, for getting them out. We're trying to get people out who've been yeah. interpreters. Yes, right. Yes. I think that's what Fred's talking about. Yes. Interpreters, people who have assisted us while we've been fighting the Taliban. Yes. He, what he's saying is these people. a lot of these people who got on the plane last week were just regular people who were running for their lives. Yes. Okay. In other words, the vetting, which is supposed to be going on, is not working well. Here's what he had to say this morning. Cut who who are we talking about? Heron. That's okay. Don't not bring the, the people in that they don't have any documentation. I mean, like they don't. Have, they haven't been working with Americans. They just scared from the Taliban to mm-hmm. get out. But we don't need to bring them. Bring those people and bring the people who has the the, the proof that they did work for nine mm-hmm. or seven years more than that. Like my dad's. A lot of people they they were there. They, they didn't have even anything. Like they had no proofs that they work with Americans. And that, that has been some of the criticism that has been building over the last several days uh, since this, this angle of the story broke. Now, they're being taken right now, those who are coming into this country, they're being taken, I think, as of this morning, to four military bases. Uh, and there are about, up to about 1,200 at some of these military bases, where I assume other vetting will take place. But some of the uh, some of retired generals that I've seen interviewed are very concerned about that. That not everybody now that's coming out on these airplanes is legit. Uh, so that's another angle. But what we're seeing, I, I think, the big part of this story this morning is the building uh, sentiment against President Joe Biden. That at the very least, he is in way over his head. And that this is a disaster that he's not going to be be able to dig out of. President Biden, one of the things that's been said uh, last week at his, one of his news conferences is that uh, we have all kinds of credibility. Our, our allies believe in what the United States is doing here. And I'm going to play you a clip here. And a, a Fox contributor does some fact-checking very quickly. Cut number one. I have seen no question of our credibility from our allies around the world. I've spoken with our NATO allies. The fact of the matter is, I have not seen that. As a matter of fact, the exact opposite I've got. The exact opposite thing is we're acting with dispatch. We're acting, committing to what we said we would do. That is certainly not what we've seen. In fact, the EU foreign chief calls the fall of Kabul, uh, the fall of Kabul a catastrophe, criticized the president for withdrawing U.S. troops. Uh, French parliamentarian uh, Natalie Lousseau, we thought America was back. Uh, you have uh, German Chancellor, Chancellor Angela Merkel, center-right union bloc, uh, questioning his motives, uh, calling for accountability on behalf of the United States, saying the U.S. bears the main responsibility for the current situation. So there you have it. He actually that, said, that, that quote from Biden, when was that? That was about Thursday of last okay. week. Okay, okay, go yeah. ahead. About Thursday of last week, 
he was going to say, yeah, our allies are all behind us. But at the same time this was happening, these allies, these other leaders of other countries were making these statements saying America has listen, lost it. This is this is terrible what's going on. Listen, Biden has a long history of trouble with the truth. <laughs> and <clears throat> listen, there was a report the other day, yesterday I was reading last night, about a conversation that Biden had with Macron, the uh, leader of France. Mm-hmm. His first name escapes me. Macron? Macron, yes. Sir. Yes. And the French reported that Macron basically gave Biden a piece of his mind over how Biden pulled out all our troops and has handled this situation in uh, basically basically leaving our our allies high and dry over there to fend for themselves in Afghanistan, I'm talking about. Well, the, <clears throat> the French version included this chastising of Biden and his policies. The White House scrubbed it. They scrubbed it. Mm-hmm. They changed it. They didn't. They admitted it. They didn't want that criticism to be part of their PR campaign. So, President Biden, it, hey, this is a, and this is this is far from over. This wasn't. This is a, 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 I don't know, a, I, I can't remember the last time something like this happened that was such a bad uh, situation for well, a U.S. president. Well, we we were able, uh, th- some people have compared this to the fall of Saigon after the end of the Vietnam War, which in, in, in reading about that historical period does not appear to be even close. During Saigon, we were able in one week to get 130,000 people out of the country before the former capital of South Vietnam fell to the communists. We're having trouble getting, you know, a few thousand out. The problem, you know, both President Trump and President Biden wanted to get us out of Afghanistan. Yes. We need, we need well, to Obama say that. Well, Obama did too. Yeah. They, I mean, they all wanted to. They wanted to. The problem with what how Biden has executed that is that he has created a situation in which is chaos. That that's all. That's the only way you can describe this. This was not an orderly withdrawal. I think their intelligent U S intelligence and military experts completely blew it. I know that can happen, but they completely overestimated the ability of the uh, Afghan Under, army. Un, oh yes. I'm sorry. To, to, to withstand the onslaught of the Taliban once we withdrew our air power. And this is working. You you sent out a text over the weekend. This is working backwards. You should have, they should have been, they should have mandated American citizens, you must leave or we bear no responsibility for you getting out. Uh, and we should have been getting our allies out and then the military withdraw. My personal the military opinion, last. Last. And we keep our air bases until we're sure that everybody's out safe. Yeah. And we're doing this backwards. Well, the other thing that's happening, too, people are hearing the reports uh, that the the Brits are sending their soldiers into the community to get their citizens and get them out. The French are doing the same thing. What is the response from the United States government so far is, Americans, you s- stay where you are in your house, we'll send you a text when we want you to come to the airport. The problem is, there's, 
it's not just there's thousands of people showing up in that perimeter. Right. The perimeter has checkpoints. The checkpoints are controlled by the Taliban. It is a mess. And now Joe Biden is saying over the weekend, we're going to do our best to stick to this August 31st deadline. August 31st for is next Tuesday. Yeah. What happens then? What happens if the Americans well, now, can't get now, to the airport? Am I reading this correctly? Now the Taliban is dictating to Biden what he what they're going to accept? Well, have a listen. Have a listen to this. This is Joe Biden yesterday at the latest briefing. Cut number four. Taliban has to make a fundamental decision. Is the Taliban going to attempt to be able to unite and provide for the well-being of the people of Afghanistan, which no one group has ever done? And if it does, it's going to need everything from additional help in terms of economic assistance, trade, and a whole range of things. What? The Taliban has said, we'll see whether they mean it or not. Uh, first of all, it's not the Taliban. I know it's not a that circus. It's not a circus act. <laughs> that drives me crazy. Uh, this is like the Taliban. <laughs> tell the guy it's called the Taliban. Yeah, Ta- the Taliban. I know what he's trying to say, but it sounds so. Every time I hear him say Taliban, Taliban, it's like I can't hear anything else. The Taliban. But this guy, did he just say? Did he just? These are people who cut people's heads off. They they burn people alive. They, 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 they rape and pillage, which I mean, they're already doing. Yes. And, and he's saying they're going to have, they're going to have to make a fundamental decision whether they're going to be take care of their people. What? I know. What planet is this guy on? Huh? Now this may explain why the American people are saying a majority of the American people are saying they've lost confidence in Biden. Yeah. They, C- that he's not even competent. CBS poll on the weekend. Majority of Americans no longer believe President Joe Biden is competent, competent in his role as the commander and chief. Now, I think I have some reaction to that. Uh, let and, me see. And while you're looking this for CBS, that. CBS. That's the, the way, liberal media. That is not just simple job approval or disapproval. No. When you say, I don't think he's competent, there's more going on. Cut number eight. Question on the public response. A new poll out today shows... Americans wanted to withdraw from Afghanistan, but they disapproved of the way you've handled it. Poll also found that based in part on what transpired in the last week, the majority of Americans, forgive me, I'm just the messenger, no longer consider you to be competent, focused, or effective in the job. I haven't seen that poll. It's out there. Um, CBS this morning. Um, <laughs> what would you say? What's he laughing about? I, I don't know. He just doesn't want to he, answer He's that. dismissing it. Yes. He's dismissing it as being important. Um, listen, this, uh, God forbid what I'm about to say happens. But my understanding is the Biden administration was wanting an extension on the deadline. Mm-hmm. And the Tal- Taliban, not the Taliban, <laughs> they said no deal. Yeah. So what happens if Americans and, and the Taliban, they're... They're saying, listen, we're not the only ones in here. There's ISIS and Mm Al-Qaeda. What happens if we start seeing Americans executed on television? Yes. Again, God forbid that that happens. Or even Afghan allies with the Taliban making comments. This is is what happens when you cooperate with the Western, you know, the great Satan. Uh, The Biden administration could be finished. Joe Biden could be finished if that happens. Yeah, he would have to resign or be impeached or because the Democrats 
They won't back someone if that starts to happen. Right. Yeah. Right. They're already teetering. Yeah. I mean, a lot of them are te- they're not they're not rallying at the White House, you know, for Biden. And then we got the vice president of the United States uh, over in Vietnam, I guess. And she's still la- she's still cackling. Mm-hmm. Do we have that? Do we have that? I mean, for cackling. Well, I'm saying is, I mean, I'm saying is, she she was asked about what's going on in Afghanistan, and and first thing she did was start her her laughing, her 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 nervous laughing. What if American troops, now that we've had to send six thousand more in there to try to secure the exit of Americans from Afghanistan? What if some of them get killed in a firefight? Yes. Think Be- because that, oh, that could happen today. Yeah. Yes. That could happen right because now. Because the, the situation is so fluid, we don't have control of anywhere. And what happens if we get in a, in a firefight and you get six Americans killed? Well, that you know, Biden the other day said, well, uh, thankfully nobody's been killed yet or nobody's died. He was talking about the situation on the ground over there. I don't know. This fella, this fella I mean, President Biden, he just sounds detached from reality. And you add that to a guy who's has having cognitive decline. Have you seen the way he walks? He shuffles. Yeah. Yeah. He shuffles around. Mm-hmm. And the he, pressure he, is going to age him even faster. And he's got to go to home to Delaware. Yep. Uh, he want you know, all the, nothing wrong with who, who doesn't want to go home. Right. You know, when you're, when you're somewhere else, like even at the white house, but that says to me, the possibility exists. The real possibility exists that, he functions better, right? At his at, familiar surroundings. Familiar surroundings, and that's a sign that somebody has cognitive decline, so to speak. Yeah, not so to speak. They do, and um, I don't know. It's getting to the point. It's getting kind of scary. You wonder who's in charge. Yeah, who's in control? Because it didn't Harris. No. Right. Uh, and it didn't. If it didn't Biden, it didn't Harris. Who is it? Right. We'll be back in five minutes. Stay with us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.